mate, if we aren't in separate sheds again. <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> so, uh, yep. Anyway, for those Poor that don't, haven't worked out where we are because of that, we're, <laughs> we're in Melbourne. Metropolitan ISO, Melbourne. ISO version 2. That's it. What are they calling it? Uh, lockdown 2.0. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> so, uh, so well, some sequels are better than the original. Yeah. Hopefully this one's better. A better result, it's, perhaps. It's controversial, but uh, some sequels are better. So, yeah, hopefully this one is better. <laughs> no, fair enough. But uh, here we are. Uh, July hops to home. So... Last time we did the live Zoom for... Uh, That's right, we did too, yeah. June, and that was a little while ago. We were just sort of talking pre, uh, pre-recording pre about... Well, that's the last time we recorded one. Yeah, yeah. And that was the last time we caught up, actually, wasn't it? Is it really? Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Well, well, last time for a while. <laughs> for sure. Like six weeks. <laughs> according to the officials. Anyway... <laughs> Enough of, enough of that business. I'm sure there'll be a few other uh, coronavirus uh, <laughs> references. Because <laughs> you can't let it go. No one could let it go right now. But no. uh, we, interestingly enough, we've got six beers from Hops to Home. That's a first. Yeah. Well, for, the for us anyway. Two years that you've been getting it anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're not 100% sure why or how and we hope everybody has that but anyway let's reel them off uh we have prancing pony brewery hopwork orange pale ale deeds brewing double time hazy pale burnley the flex ipa uh, coastal brewing company the ruins a double ipa uh, three greens brewing blackbird baltic porter uh, and Inner North Brewing, a kiss from a rose, chocolate stout. This is an unusual one too, because we've got two fairly dark sounding beers. Yeah, and I must admit, I'm, there's a couple here I'm quite keen on tasting. Uh, I'm very excited about this bunch. Usually there's a couple in, in every bunch we do just about, where you go, yeah, that's probably not something I'd go for. Yeah, but... We've got six this time. Oh, I know. <laughs> so well, get comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're not going away anytime soon. <laughs> you got anywhere to be? You're in a hurry? <laughs> yeah. uh, Saturday afternoon get- and uh, it's cold outside. It's, Cancel um, the rest of your plans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I cancelled all bookings on Thursday, I think it was. <laughs> and went and bought a thousand face masks. <laughs> Exactly. And dunny paper. Yeah, that's right. Apparently. Actually, they, my wife did go and uh, do a dunny paper run. <laughs> Just based on last last time. Don't want to get caught out. <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, let's crack open while we uh, keep carrying on. <laughs> prancing, prancing pony. Prancing pony. So this, do you reckon... I, I've got to say, I struggled to find a lot of information about this beer. Yeah, um, same. Do you reckon it is orange? Like, do you think there is something to do with orange? Well, reading and 
the the card, the Hopster Home card, and on the Prancing Pony website, uh, oozing with an aroma of orange hops with intense tangerine and pine flavours, along with a balanced caramel malt backbone. So uh, quite the description there, and it is crystal clear. Isn't it? And, and I've got a lot of Schweppe of Essence going on. Kind of great looking head. <laughs> yeah, too right. And <laughs> a nice aroma. I don't know about the orange. Are you getting much orange on there? Except no, I'm not. Canned but orange. I'm not good at that game. <laughs> yeah, the can's orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, go on. It, it says at the top, vegan and vegetarian friendly. Sorry, I thought I was going to read something about the fruit, but no. Nah. Oh, yeah, right. Um, Actually, we've had that, uh, that sort of reference before, too. I can't remember too much about... Uh, what it's someone that far. Yeah. The vegan. But anyway. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Back into our archives. Uh, <laughs> this right. is apparently an American pale ale, 4.8%, 52 IBUs, according to the website there. So it should well, be quite. On the tear. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Got controversy. 25. Ah. Well, there yeah. you go. Well, 52 back to front, 25. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> Turn it upside down. <laughs> well, no, it's, it sort of looks the same, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway. um, so it would be what's on the can, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, surely. Surely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is interesting. Okay. Yeah. 25. I was wondering how an American pale would be up that high, but uh, 25. I reckon I've, I've just had a swig, and I reckon that's not overly bitter. That's, actually, that's quite a nice beer. And I reckon I get a bit of an orange uh, um, bit of aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's a bit of a bit of a fruiting. There is. It, but that is all right, actually. <laughs> that's a great beer to start with, actually, isn't it? If, mm. Gee, after oh, not, we haven't had the other five yet, but <laughs> I'd recommend starting with this. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> Um, uh, so we haven't done Prancing Pony before. No, no. So, um, and I've got to admit, I haven't. don't think I've heard of them. Oh, hello. Well, Have you? I have, actually, because I've got okay. a mate that lives just not far from uh, Prancing oh. Pony in uh, Mount so Barker Way. Right. Yep. So there was one day, I don't know, we headed over to Murray Bridge for work uh, well, a couple of years ago. And I had, again, I had heard of this mob and, um, and I found my way driving past them but i don't reckon they were open at the time so in a ah, right in a little town called totness which is i've never heard of totness no but i've definitely heard of mount barker i'm pretty sure this mate of mine he lives if it's not mount barker it's blooming close to it so well the apparently totness well not apparently i looked it up on google maps it's right near uh Handorf. Handorf, that's it which yep. i've never been to i've always wanted to but have you been there i've driven through it and does it is it does it look like a German town or not? It's just just uh, a normal town with a couple of German themed shops. Yeah, I'm going to say it doesn't look like it, but maybe if you I was driving through at the time, so maybe if you got out and, and walked around a look, but uh, but yeah, it's quite well known, isn't it, for its uh, yeah. German references that uh, Handorf. Well, they even say on their website that Totnes is a 4K drive or something from oh, yeah. from Handorf, sure, um, which is why I started looking it up. Yeah, right. But it's not far from from Adelaide itself. Uh, Half an hour, I think they said. Yeah, right. I was just looking up there now. So uh, thirty point five kilometres from the uh, mm-hmm. centre of 
Okay. Adelaide. There you go. So, uh, so it's on the road to um, basically to Melbourne to Victoria. Is it on the road, or is it? There's, it looks like there's a couple of different ways you could go. Like, um, well, it's on the the M1. I guess it's isn't it the oh, Princess okay. right Princess Highway? Goes right around, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, I'm fairly sure it's that. But anyway, certainly when I've driven. I've got a map on the wall in the studio of Princess Highway. I mean, I'll get up. Ah. keep talking. Yeah, right. No. But <laughs> definitely when I've um, driven towards Murray Bridge, I'm fairly certain it says Melbourne that way. But, well, the road, uh, I'm quite far away from the microphone here, so I'm yelling. I know I'm not yelling in your ear. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so the road between, uh, it goes directly from Murray Bridge to, what did you say, Mount Barker? Yep. Yeah, that, that's Highway 1. There you go. There, there you is. go. So, um, yeah, but uh, not that we need to worry about that right now. <laughs> we're, not, yeah. <laughs> we're not going that far. <laughs> well, actually, it's probably worth pointing out that these guys are probably open. I, I didn't actually look that up, um, but we're assuming that everyone outside Melbourne, which is a couple today, yeah. um, uh, probably open for, you know, one person every four metres and all like. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're probably open, not like the, the Melbourne breweries where it's delivery only and, and takeaway only. Yeah, no, you're, you're right there. Yeah. But uh, these guys, uh, again, doing a bit of homework on the on their um, the website there, uh, looks like the guy was busy uh, doing some home brewing and they... <laughs> Frank. <laughs> and then they... Um, they it, yeah, he's obviously making some good beers, some friends around, and uh, and they go like, well, let's start a real brewery. And then uh, 2012, it looks like they sort of uh, got on the on the journey, and then 2015, they actually opened their doors. So, uh, yeah, from memory, it was quite a decent-looking looking venue, like not small. I'm pretty sure they did food and all that sort of thing. For Again, from the outside looking in, it was uh, quite a large quite a large setup. So... Uh, it, I found out too that they do all their bottling and kegging in house. Ah, okay. Um, and beers that are delivered outside South Australia are shipped using refrigerated transport. Hmm. Which yeah, right. is That's pretty, pretty rare. Yeah. Um, and they suggest serving all our beers at six degrees and definitely poured into a clean and cool glass. Which right. I reckon. I reckon we'd be spot on. I haven't got a thermometer here, but I reckon they've been sitting out there. Well, mine has. Yeah. And. Give so, it a clean glass. So there you go. That's uh, we're on a winner straight away. That's probably, probably why it tastes so good. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. I, I was a little bit, well, not not scared off, but the orange. I guess yeah. it's. But I mean, it's a um, it's a play on clockwork orange, I suppose. Hey, you even clock- know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You don't know what Clockwork Orange is? No. Oh, wow. Do tell. What is well, it? was a book written in, well, I'm going to say the 70s. Right. And then it was a movie. It was a it was a movie made in the late 70s, early 80s or something like that. Hmm. Um, no, I can't remember who directed it. Someone famous. But what? I can't. Oh, there's going to be so many people yelling at their headphones or their, their car radio or whatever, <laughs> yelling at you, saying, I can't believe you don't know what Clockwork Orange is. Right. <laughs> No, I, I wasn't go. even going to mention it. It's that obvious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so I've just looked it up. Clockwork Orange is a when was it made? 
1971. The movie? That's what it's saying here. Whoa. Okay, that was way off. What? I haven't even heard of it. What does dystopian mean? It means um, um, bad. It, it means when you're isolated in your house for six weeks. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but it's like a like a after a, after an apocalypse or, you know, movies that are oh. set in a crappy future. Oh, okay. Rightio. Yeah. So it's... A, well, yeah, it's a 1971 dystopian crime film adapted, produced, and directed by Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. There you go. <laughs> of course. Based on <laughs> Anthony Burgess's 1962 novel. 62? I was way off. <laughs> so there you have it. Crikey. Not, never, ever heard of it. Well, we assume it's a play on that. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Well, anyway. We're, it's all about conversation, and that's where it led us today. But uh, <laughs> looks like <laughs> canned on the eighteenth of June. Oh, actually, best before eighteenth of June, twenty one. So surely it was. Um, well, can yeah, canned in June. So surely about a year there. So uh, fresh yeah. as a daisy, as always. Love it. Absolutely, but um, right, that's well, not bad. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Put that yeah. aside for later. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, deeds. Deeds. This is interesting. Mm. Got some Probably stats there, have you? Well, we've done a lot of deeds. <laughs> Ten of them. Ten. Jeez. Well, we did a, we did a deeds special. Yep. Uh, episode 42. Right. What are we now? 55 or something? Uh, yeah, around there. Somewhere. Something. But then we've done a few others as well. Um, 19, we did the juice train. Oh, yeah. 37. I'll come back to what we did in 37. <laughs> right. Um, actually, we did the juice train again, then we did the deeds draft. So we've done... I won't even go through them all, but we've done a few. But in episode 37, we did one called the double time DDH. Right. Hail. Oh, and yeah. it looks very similar to this can. Right. So I wonder, is it the same beer? Mm. And I reckon it might be. I've tried really hard to find out. Um, yeah, I, I okay. reckon it's the same beer. The, the label's the same. The green label's the same. The only thing is, it, it's not called a quiet. That was called a quiet deeds double time. Oh, yeah, right. Huh. And I've actually got a stubby holder in front of me that we got when we did the deeds oh, yeah. special. Yep. And it is the quiet deeds double time DDH pale. It's made to look like the can, the stubby holder. I've got it sitting right next to it. It's almost worth... I'll take a photo of this, I think. Sure. Um, the ABV's the same. Wow. It's got to be the same beer. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it's pretty similar, for sure. Um, so, interesting. Oh, anyway. Very interesting. But uh, she but is hazy as... And pale. Very pale. Like, we didn't sort of describe the printing pony how... Uh, the colour wise, but I'd almost say almost a while. Yeah, sure. Yep. Certainly Stanley, let's step up. Yeah, this is a very washed out Stanley screwdriver, probably, wouldn't you think? Yeah, it's like a straw. This is your straw. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, descriptor. But uh, I reckon. She's got plenty of uh, plenty of aroma there, that's for sure. I think this is one of the ones it might have been their other the juice train that you made me smell the hops that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You went and got the hops out of the freezer. Right? Yep. 
Um, but I'm, I'm getting that sort of aroma off it as well. Yeah, right. Not okay. as strong. Definitely not as strong as that. But. Sure. Well, uh, again, reading off their website here, Double Time Hazy Pale. Uh, it's an all-year beer, so I guess you can get this any time. Uh, uh, sorry, moving along here. Um, hops, Mosaic, Citra and Simcoe. Uh, malt, Golden Promise, Wheat Malt, Oats and Carapils. Dry hop intensity, so 5 grams per litre. So I reckon... Um, yeah, we talked about how many I generally put in my own bread, but I can't remember what it is now. Uh, 4.6 ABV, so not overly heavy. And in fact, huge, is yeah. that the same as the... Oh, 4.8 was the uh, Hopwork Orange. Didn't we say that? We would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, we don't miss a trick. Yeah. <laughs> Professional. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But uh, for those that haven't listened to, what was it episode 42 you said? Uh, 42, yes. And it's worth going back and having a listen because we really went into deeds in detail. We did go a fair bit. But uh, these guys are in Glen Iris in, I guess, metropolitan Melbourne, lockdown Melbourne, whatever you want to call it. Um, And they struggled for a long time to get their own little tap room. Four years. Yeah. But now... <laughs> Looks like they've got a, a bit of a poster. Did you see their, uh, their I poster did on the website? Because I, I, yeah. I was quite excited. So I reckon I, I saw I it on Instagram or on the socials yeah, not so long ago around uh, that they've got their permit. Sure. But, uh, uh, in so it's happening, yeah. They're fitting 42, it in. Yeah, we did talk about um, uh, the, the challenges and their most recent... Um, well, a- application would be the word, I guess. And uh, I think they just put it in that day or, or, you know, around that time. Yeah, it was very close because there was a bit of a, uh, was it an online sort of uh, petition or um, signing? Yeah, actually, yeah, I remember sharing it. That's right. We, yeah. we talked about telling everyone to get on there and, and sign it as well. Um, but it looks like they've got their permit. So 10th of June 2020, they got their permit for the taproom issued Issued with no appeal. That's so, awesome. Yeah, pretty good. Good on them. Too right. That's what happens. Persistence beats resistance. Oh, four years. <laughs> Crikey, I would have given up by then. Well done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but geez, they make some cracking beers. They do, and so many. Don't they? Didn't we say? I think in that episode we said they did they do two a month. Is that right? Two oh, new ones a month. Yeah, geez, that does ring a bell too, actually. Yeah, I reckon they have a crack at two two new brews a month, which is insane. Yeah, <laughs> and then I guess they see what sticks and and keep doing it. Yeah, um, this it, it, all those numbers that you mentioned before um, are all oh, all the details about the hops and the malt and everything is all on the can, oh, including right. the hop intensity, the dry hop intensity, the five grams per liters so on there is. as well. I'm just looking right now. So it is. So they've got a little graph at the underneath that five. Yeah. And it goes from one to five, and this is marked as one. Jeez. So what would that go to, do you reckon? Well, I don't know. Would you say that if that's each one of those is five, would you say that's up to 25 grams But is that per saying the maximum you would roughly? do is 25? Oh, or? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Right. Don't know. Don't yeah. know. I'm thinking that could be something like that. But... Uh, um, Go on. No, no, I didn't have no. too much else. I was just going to... All right, well, I just want to talk about talk the label about because I reckon the other Deeds beers we've done have 
have been ones that look like this. So they do a few different ones that are like a one-off type, or a, what do you call them, a seasonal release or whatever. Yep. But they're all-year beers. I reckon they've been in an aluminium can with a wraparound label. Oh, and on the shelf, this looks like that. Until you have a better look, it's a full printed can. Oh, yeah, sure. No, you're right. Um, but they've stuck with the same design. So it still looks like a wraparound label almost. Yep. Um, which no. is a full printed can, which is interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it does look good. They're uh, classy looking uh, looking labels. They are. And they're um, if you line them up, they really, even the seasonal release ones, which we found, because we did a couple in that episode 42. Mm. Yep. They still look like they're part of the set. Even if you're a little bit different. No, you're right. So, well done, Deeds. Too right. That is is really nice. Yep. Packed full of flavour. Wow, I don't know. Not much else to talk about. I feel like we sort of went through that very quickly. Well, maybe. I don't know. We always feel like that, and then we listen back to it and go, I don't know. If you want to hear more about Deeds, go back to 42. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't want to, for our regular listeners, we don't want to go over too much of the same stuff, I guess. True, true. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty nice. I'd get on it, definitely. But that is very nice. Bit of a dry. Uh, yeah. Bit of a dry finish at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's quite um, quite thin, I guess. It doesn't seem like it's got a lot of a body to it. But, uh, but still, yeah. Just packed full of flavour. Nothing wrong with that. It's... Uh... Another one to put aside for later. Crikey, we we normally share these afterwards, but we've got one each, and we've got six. <laughs> yeah, it might be a long night, I reckon. They get a bit heavy towards the end, but anyway. <laughs> well, we've got a couple of crackers at the end just to nurse as we sort of, you know, That's right, yeah. as you're settling into the footy and just... But, uh, oh, yeah, I'll be all over that, for sure. Who's playing? <laughs> <laughs> Someone, but no one in Victoria. <laughs> no. Because yeah. if you're a footy player, you can go to the Gold Coast. I can't go to the Gold Coast. That's but right. Plays. Anyway. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. Get some angry people. <laughs> oh, jeez. Can't sure. even go to Geelong. Can't even go where? Sorry? Geelong. Geelong. No, that's right. Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. Burnley Brewing. It's another interesting one. Yeah, it is interesting. Because <laughs> well, we've done one other Burnley before. Yep, in a very similar can. Very similar, <laughs> almost identical. <laughs> so um, I, I would love to know, actually. I, I, so in May, so it's only two two months ago. Yeah, wow. Two, so hops to home, mate. We did the West Coast IPA. Yeah, right. Um, it was that um, that cl- I didn't realise it was uh, so soon. That's what the spreadsheet says. It's yeah, been wrong before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> but it was so the West Coast IPA. So this is called the Flex IPA. But did you read a little bit further into that? Um, yeah, not on the can. But yeah. no, not into the can. But uh, no, keep going. Tell me. I don't know what I saw on the was on the website here, or I read that it was the biggest beer to regularly pour in the brew pub. Okay. This this beer that we're doing now, right? Actually, I hope I'm got that wrong. Anyway, I reckon I saw somewhere that it is the Flex 
West Coast IPA. Oh, really? Yeah, so there it is. But hang on, is it on the card? Well, oh, is it? Yeah, oh. I think it is. There, so it is. There you go. There you go. So, go on. So it's going to be the same beer, isn't it? Well, if you head to our, one of our trusted sources, there being the Crafty Pint, yep. various iterations of a West Coast IPA have been made frequent appearances on tap at Burnley's Brew Pub uh, since opening. Okay. So maybe this is just another variation of the of the thing. So uh, it looks almost identical. Uh, last time I had to go to the Instagram feed to actually see um, what it actually said on. But it did say, I think, West Coast IPA or West Coast on the uh, on the label, and this one clearly says the flex. So anyway. It's maybe- been around on the back, and it says classic West Coast IPA. Right, so it does. So uh, anyway, we're, maybe we need to um, go back and have a listen because we've actually got some uh, awesome numbers on the back of the can as well. 6.9% uh, IBU <laughs> 52. Uh, Plato. Plato, that's it. The uh, brewing specific gravity scale, basically. Um Ingredients, <laughs> that's handy. Water, barley, <laughs> hops, and yeast. That input love or, or no. uh, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> We've seen that before, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a few of those. Yeah. But uh, hops, Magnum, Galaxy, Mosaic, and one that hasn't got a name yet, but it's got a number. Is that what it I is? Guess, so yeah, it's, I'm is it pretty sure that EXP might be an experimental or something. Uh, I've seen oh, that wow. before as well. So zero six two double seven. So maybe it's just one that. Uh, I don't know. Someone's got their hot little hands on, and uh, unreal. Yeah, but there's, um, yeah, I guess, poking around with yeah, with hops, you do see experimental type hops or ones that aren't necessarily fully commercial yet, or have their proper name just to see how good they are. I guess out in the industry. But, yeah, right. But geez, that has got a decent aroma on that too. We've been spoiled so far. Three in, and they're just ripper smelling beers. And uh, colour-wise, oh, that's Super almost cool. DeWalt as well, yeah. That is, Golden. yeah, I'm holding it up there. Yep. That's, um, that's sort of, I'd say, medium haze too. It's not, not super Ooh. clear, but it's, it's hazy. Definitely not as clear as uh, the Prancing Pony, but, uh, well, it's nowhere near as clear as that, but, uh, oh, jeez. Well, there's a lot going on in that, isn't yeah, there? There's plenty of flavour there, that there's is for sure. That is grouse, isn't it? Uh, what do we say the ABV? So we jump right up, six point nine. We've jumped right up. <laughs> we have, we have notched things up a little. Uh, <laughs> a dangerously smooth hop journey of tropical fruit, citrus, and hints of resin and pine. Oh, here you go. You got your uh, got your pine. <laughs> <laughs> your little oh, tree uh, that you no, put in your car. No, I I threw that in the bin last time because I had to. <laughs> Oh, that's not representative. <laughs> so, for listeners that didn't hear that, we had a, a pine tree, one of those smelly pine trees, to see if it smelled like the pine that the beer said. No, no, it doesn't. It, <laughs> and I, I blame the pine tree. I don't think it actually. <laughs> yeah, no resemblance at all. No. <laughs> but uh, an additional arm flex when ordering is advised for maximum <laughs> enjoyment. <laughs> so. Did you, I, I read about the how they got the name the Flex? Yeah, um, it was named by the brewer 
Michael Stanzels, love of memes and social media phrases. Do you know oh, what right. a meme is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right, just yeah. check. <laughs> I'm up with that bit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a clockwork orange. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, it's all right. It's all right. My son's been showing me memes of Star Wars and things like that recently. Apparently, they're pretty good. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of, in the meme culture, they mm-hmm. use the word flex a lot. And I, right. I thought I'd look up Urban Dictionary to, to see what, you know, how to define it. Mm-hmm. And they say it's to show off, in, in air quotes. Right. It's used by many rappers, most notably Ice Cube and the Ghetto Boys. Oh, of course. So the first instance of this in pop culture was in a song by Ice Cube. And I know you were a massive Ice Cube fan. <laughs> Huge. So you'd know. They <laughs> you'd go know really this. well in a gin and tonic. <laughs> So, in this song, it's called It Was A Good Day. Right. I'm going to read the line. No, no flexin, didn't have a look in a brother's direction as I ran the intersection. <laughs> so, they go, no flexin. So, what he's saying is, I'm not showing off. Right. But I didn't even have to look, and I just ran the intersection. That's how cool it is. Cause ah, just, yeah. That's great. But in that song as well, that has the, the line, today, I didn't even have to use my AK got to say it was a good day (laughs) he's not wrong though because if you have to use your ak that's a terrible day (laughs) (laughs) oh geez i'm assuming he's from um the old us of a is he la that maybe i don't know that sort of oh geez yeah 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 he's from the usa sure Yeah. yeah not much more to say there really is he Poor old USA. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we won't go through their numbers today. Um, I'm going to say it was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so, Burnley, I always get Bridge Road and Swan Street mixed up. They're interchangeable. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're on Bridge Road and uh, probably just up a little bit from Hawthorne Station. There's trams. There's It's easy to get to. Very easy to get to, and I've had a had a beer and a feed there a little while ago. I think I mentioned that last time. I and think you uh, did say that last yeah, time. Yeah, cracking little spot actually, and they make some awesome, awesome beers. And I didn't this, look up what their situation is oh, yeah. at the moment, but I assume they're you know take away only and pick up some deliveries yep. and stuff. Sorry, yeah. no, 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 no. You're right. No, but uh, that is a cracking beer with plenty of flavour. Again. That is very nice. There's, there is a lot going on in that. I know I get in trouble for saying it, but that's, <laughs> and I can't remember. I actually can't remember what the West Coast IPA no. two months ago tasted like. Whether we liked that as much or not, I reckon. I, I reckon we did, but um, I'm thinking this has like a, a bit more of a bitter finish to it okay. myself, and uh, the than the last one. I reckon the last one was really not that this isn't easy drinking, but it just. This one has a, a bit more intense, I reckon, in yeah, flavour. Yeah, which, it a bit more. Yeah, which uh, I certainly don't mind, that is for sure. No, I like that. But, uh, it, you don't have any left, do you? Because sometimes you you know, you get a few strays. Yeah, no, none, none of them left. They don't last. No. Ones like this, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Got a few sours in there, have you? <laughs> oh, one or two. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we haven't yeah. got any this time. No, I know. I know. Maybe um, maybe people are listening. 
But uh, that is a ripper. Jeez, oh, that's um. Yep. Yeah. How, how many did you get at that one this time? Was that four or two? How did I? Uh, no, four. You got four of that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is. Yeah, that is a beauty. Absolutely. Mm. But uh, so if you're in, um, yeah, when we get out of uh, this current situation, definitely. Uh, get in there and have a crack because they've got their own little uh, it is a brew pub they've got their own system there as well but I reckon yeah, right. actually last time I reckon we talked about they have a production brewery somewhere else I reckon you may have That's sniffed right. it, was, it wasn't good old Danny South again was it? oh it could have been the um yeah, yeah the brewing capital hub one. yeah the, <laughs> the tent outside of Collingwood of um, <laughs> yeah yeah, I reckon. But anyway, don't yeah, quote us on that one. No. But, um, <laughs> don't go driving around there looking for it. Don't quote us on much we say on this. That's show. right. <laughs> There's a disclaimer on everything. <laughs> allegedly. Too right. Wrap everything in an allegedly. <laughs> we better move on because we've got three more to go and I reckon we've been going for a <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. The right. Coastal Brewing Company, The Ruins, double IPA. Now, if this yes. isn't a cracker... Oh. Well, we haven't had a miss from Coastal yet. No. Well, we haven't had a miss from any, have we? Oh, no. You're right. <laughs> We're just not fussy. I think that's a good <laughs> so, <laughs> so it all comes down to us, is it? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, here comes the rain. I don't know if Crikey's like, getting loud. Yeah, right. We'll be right. Mm. Part of the ambience. <laughs> exactly. Now, we've done a few coastals. Have you got your spreadsheet? Uh, yep. Uh, what do we got? How many do you reckon? Oh, I'm going to say six or seven. Four. Five. Not that many. Oh. Is but it including this? Yeah, including this. Oh, okay. So, we've done them as a single. So, we've done, you know, as a fifth episode that includes a coastal, which kind of makes sense when you think about it, you know. But, Fair enough. Um so we've done the Salito IPA back yep. in May May last year. year. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they've all been hops to home. Interesting. Huh. Okay. September last year we did the Wooter <laughs> RIPA. Yeah. Uh, December we did the Booty Neeper. Oh yeah. And in April we did the Sandbar S R I P A. Yeah, that's right. Cool. So well, they've all been named after places. Yeah, they're all parts of the the region, aren't they? That's yeah. sort of what they uh, sort of what yeah. they do up there. And this one takes its name from the stunning camping and picnic spot just to the south of Forster. Nice. So there's a camp. You can actually Google it on Google Maps. Um, there's a place called the Ruins. There's a campground called the Ruins. Right. And it's in. I haven't got this written down. Here we go. It's in Booty. Or Booty Booty National oh, Park. Oh, wow, there you have it. So you got oh, the Booty Neeper that we did connection. in December, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and how's this? Is another connection. Yeah. I've got friends at the moment who are driving around Australia. They've managed to make it across the Queensland border before everything went stupid. Yeah. And he sent me a photo of a place called Seal Rocks, and I'd never heard of Seal Rocks before. Oh, yeah. There it is. I five can see them, Five k south of, wow. of uh, this campground, the ruins. There you go. Unreal. Absolutely. Now, we've often struggled with exactly where these people are, and I know we've measured, or we've talked about them before, but... Um, Four-star. 
Yeah, Forster. So in between Newcastle, Newcastle, depending on north or south of the border. And <laughs> Port Macquarie. So on the New South Wales coast. And interestingly, for some reason, I've never seen this before, but I can see Tari. Now, Tari is, um, well, there's a, yeah, my work have a, have a place in Tari that I'll probably have to end up getting to. So it looks like I'm going to have to get myself to... Oh, they've got a factory uh, there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have to get myself to, uh, to Forster when I go to Tari. Yeah, for sure. Yep. But, uh, but geez, the head is hanging around on that one and she's quite golden and crystal clear. And the aroma is, yeah. Oh, it's punching out at me at the moment. I've got... There's no shrap of essence inside the, the actual beer itself. Like you said, the head's there, but in the beer itself... Yeah, right. Oh, mine's I got... I don't think there's a, a bubble to see. Yeah, yeah, right. No, mine's got a couple. Okay. Maybe you got dirty glasses there. Maybe you... Uh, yeah, well, maybe, yeah. Need to talk to the so chef. you have to prime your glasses. We talked about that. <laughs> maybe I'm not priming my glasses properly. <laughs> <laughs> but the ruins is... Our double IPA and is brewed with lots of Australian malt and American hops, including Simcoe, Columbus, Amarillo, Centennial, and Cascade. The beer takes its name from the stunning camping picnic spot just to the south of Forster, as you've just said. So uh, another cracking beer from this mob. Because I reckon one we did not so long ago, they were having a bushfire down the end of the street, oh, weren't they? That that, yeah, that would have been in December, I think. Yeah. So, uh, so they've copped it. Yeah, they've copped yeah. it. But also, but these guys are open yeah. at the moment because they're not in Melbourne. Um, they're, but they're still limited to only 19 people and they've all got to be seated and table service and you can't stand at the bar and all that sort of stuff. Haven't? But, yeah. I don't know whether you've been out in the few weeks that we're able to get out, but, geez, that was weird. Like, I haven't done it. During the whole the <laughs> lockdown 1.0, um, <laughs> I was in country Victoria and it was, everything was takeaway. So, you know, it was easy enough to get food and there wasn't, didn't seem to be sort of limits of people in stores so much to get your food. I mean, most people were waiting outside anyway, so everyone just kept their distance. But um, I had the opportunity to go to I had two restaurants, actually, while I was there and they've all got oh, signs on in. the door hey and eat in yeah and eat in yeah all got signs on the door saying we can only have maximum of 20 people you know please yeah. book and uh and the other place uh yeah same deal as you walk in and just the whole just completely different experience these days you just walk in hand sanitizers there you make sure you're all good they're taking your phone number weird absolutely weird it's really surreal isn't it it is just like the movies. It is like the movies, right. <laughs> The sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the good ones. This isn't the movie I wanted to be in. If I had to choose. <laughs> I don't know what I'd choose, but not this. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> we actually we were at work well, not at work, but we were chatting on a you know, on a group chat at work the other day and we were saying it's like a movie and we were naming movies that it's like and we're talking about contagion and an oh, outbreak, yeah. and someone, and then someone said, "The Walking Dead," and I was like, oh, "I hope it doesn't morph into a zombie <laughs> virus." <laughs> it could be a bit of work. 
is a cracking beer that has got. That, there is so much going on in that. Heaps of flavour. It's quite. I reckon that is quite bitter. Yeah, definitely for me. Uh, did I must have said seven and a half percent? If I haven't said already, not have. Yeah, don't know. I reeled off some other things, but uh, yeah, anyway, and packed on twenty third of June. Which that's pretty good. When did you get these? Like on the sixth or seventh uh, of July, yeah. something like that. Just a few days ago. Yeah. So. Like, yeah. That's unreal. Like and 10 days And on. it's from Forster. Yeah. Awesome. You know, it's not from Melbourne. It's not just around the corner. No. That's awesome. Yeah. That. And then, actually, I think all the coastal cans that we've had have all been the same can, mm. but just with a strip, just a different label at the bottom, just a very small one-inch high strip around the bottom with a different color. Very simple. Yep. And I'd love to... I actually think we said this yeah. last time, and they, they, I think they either sent us a photo or they posted a photo of all the cans lined up. Yep, yep. And because I said we want to see them in a in a set, and yeah. Geez, they look, they look neat. Nah, they do indeed. They um, they make great beer. Absolutely, sure do. I'll be coming back to that one. If I could make beer as good as that, I wouldn't have to buy any. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We'll keep chipping away at it. It's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, just keep practicing. You'll be <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll help you. I'll <laughs> <laughs> right, shall we move Very on? Cool. Three so, grand. Three grand. Been a while since we had a three grand. Uh, let's see. It's on your spreadsheet there. Um, yep, uh, March. Not that long ago. Oh. I don't... Oh, there's the XPA, wasn't it? The Bug Smasher. Yeah. Nice. Whoa. Crikey. Dark. Yep. No, Black as the Ace of Spades. That one? How is that can? <laughs> That's one of the blackest cans I've seen, I reckon. And for the colour of the beer that you tip out of it, it just works. Jeez, that is... That is black. That's the head. That's, that's a really sort of brown yeah. head on it. Yeah, it's like your um, morning coffee sort of yeah, thing. Actually, it's disappearing, though. Well, mine is. Yeah, mine disappeared pretty quick as well. Yeah. So, Baltic Porter. Now, uh, what was I going to say? So, Three Greens, we did a special, did a special episode on these guys. When was that? That was early last year, early 2019. Episode 15, so. Yeah, um, we were just learning. Yeah, all this podcasting yeah, business. Probably, um, but what an awesome chat! That's still one of our highlights. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. Those guys, that was yeah. really good. No, it was a good, good chat. We uh, they invited really us in. Guys. Yeah, invited us into their uh, yeah. pilot brewery, and uh, we had a great chat over a few hours. And uh, yeah, but uh, reading from their website here, so our homage to the SR seventy one. Blackbird. It's on a can. Oh, yeah. I know. Uh, um, fastest jet aircraft to ever fly. Whoa. Yeah. Dark, rich coffee and chocolate flavours with a slightly sweet finish make it deeply satisfying. Uh, 7.1 ABV. ABV. 18 IBU and 80 EBC. So we'll just say dark. <laughs> and they're all on the can too, all those numbers. Yeah. That... That is a ripper. That's got a 
Not a massive aroma around it, but geez, she's black as the ace of spades. In it. And I'm not sure I've had a Baltic porter before. I may have, but really, I don't know. I've had porters because there's a few porters or a um, English porters, Baltic okay. porter, American porters. There's a couple here, so I did delve into the old uh, BJCP guidelines for this one particular. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So uh, this is category nine C. <laughs> for those <laughs> playing at home, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a uh, overall impression: a Baltic porter often has a malt, has the malt flavours reminiscent of an English porter, and the restrained roast of a Schwartz beer with a higher OG and alcohol content than either. Um, very complex with multi-layered malt and dark fruit flavours. I don't know, getting any fruit, fruit. out of that. No, I'm not getting fruit. Mm. But uh, I, I found this interesting a bit around the history. So, yeah, you could go into all the vital statistics and flavours and appearance. I mean, yeah, that's all just just taste it and see what you reckon. But, uh, yeah, sure. The history. Traditional beer from countries bordering the Baltic Sea developed indigenously after higher gravity export brown or imperial stouts from England were established. Historically top fermented, many breweries adapted the recipes for bottom fermenting yeast along with the rest of their production. So the difference, and I'm going to get this wrong. I know I'm going to get it wrong. I should have worked that out. But um, <laughs> top fermenting and bottom fermenting is basically the difference between ale and lagers. Ah, you've said that before. Yep. And... I can't remember which is which. <laughs> but anyway, I have a feeling that this... No, no I'm not going to say it. Anyway. But, but Fair enough. Interestingly enough, do you know where the Baltic Sea is? No idea. Well... No. I wouldn't even be able to guess. Yeah. This is where I think um, the education system in Victoria has failed us because... I, I could not even think of where the Baltic Sea is, but it actually borders... Egypt. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the Mediterranean. I know that one. <laughs> Germany, Poland, oh. Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, Finland, oh. and Sweden. So it's and not very big then. Denmark. Well, it's quite large when you... Well, I don't know. I'd have to look at... The, I don't know. can't see the scale on this particular... Uh, Piece, but yeah, it's right. quite a, I guess it's very northern European. So when you think of, I guess, above Germany and Poland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be cold up there. But uh, I didn't realise, I guess, that it's sort of, well, Baltic Sea, Baltic Porter. Surely it's got a connection there. But uh, there you go. See, more useless information. No, you get everything on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Geography, <laughs> bird life. <clears throat> yeah. I get it all, I just don't remember it. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> that is a rip of beer. That is really nice, and I can't believe, what did you say, 7.1. Um, uh, thereabouts, yeah. <clears throat> doesn't doesn't taste like 7.1. That's actually quite easy drinking. Definitely. That is, um, it's not sharp, it's not, yeah, no, it, it is really... Easy drinking. I reckon I remember um, when we had our chat, he, 
one of the guys spoke about the, uh, the stealth bomber. I reckon it might have been the Nighthawk. Was it Nighthawk IPA or Nighthawk, something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he said that, uh, you know, that more, I think that was high in alcohol, and he says, yeah, it's like the stealth bomber, it just sneaks up on you. And... It sneaks up on you. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, sorry, guys. The Nighthawk, what was that? What type of beer was that? Oh, I think it was IPA. That wasn't a dark beer, was it? No, no, no. But, <clears throat> uh, it's pretty Why nice. Isn't... This, the, the can, I reckon this is the most minimalistic can label we've ever had. <laughs> On <laughs> yeah. the front of it, anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if but, you hold that up to the front, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But when you... Yeah, plenty of info on the back. Absolutely. I, I reckon that's where they, uh, yeah, they've got lots of info, which is uh, yeah, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Well, um, and There's not many beers that actually explain how it got named on the back either. Like that... I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but I reckon the last three greens we did, which was the uh, the Bug Smasher, was that a black one, a black can as well? Yeah, yeah. And I reckon they had a label sort of hanging out the side. And when you look at their website, you can see it has this extra sort of label bit hanging out the side. Yeah, have a look at their website. ThreeGreensBrewing.com. <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Hey, a... Something I found interesting about their website, talking mm. about the website, you know how we talk about age gates on there a fair bit? So, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you got to say, yes, I'm over 18, all that stuff. Yep. These guys have one on their website, but not until you try and go to the store. Right. And I don't... I, I, I'd love to get more information about why because you can go to Dan Murphy's website and look at every beer there. You can even add things to your shopping cart without going through an age gate. Huh. But a lot of breweries put it on their, their website and I'd love to know why they have to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know whether it's an actual requirement from the uh, liquor mob. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm just fascinated. Mm. No, that's fair yeah. enough. There but, you go. And with theirs, because it says yes or no, and you're over it, and if you click no, well, it just takes it back to the, the three greens page you just came from. Okay. So fair it doesn't bounce about to Google or Facebook or anything like that. You so, just keep browsing the three greens website. You can read about the views, just can't go to the shop. Yeah, uh, okay. Huh. So it doesn't take you anything to the, um, what's that shark, that stupid the, shark? The baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of that. <laughs> uh, my kids give me heaps over that now that I ask them because I have no idea what it was when, I, when we first brought it up. You have to go back to, um, what was that? I think that was the Exit Brewing. <laughs> I can't remember that. I think it was Exit uh, Brewing. It could have been, actually. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I'll just say it again. David never heard of Baby Shark <laughs> as well as Clockwork Orange. <laughs> I lead a very sheltered life. Very sheltered. <laughs> You haven't wasted it. That's probably what it's about. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, just quickly before we do move on to the next one, Three Greens, uh, the, a gypsy brewer. So they... Uh, yeah, good point. They brew out of, or have their own company, but brew out of others. Uh, I think Cavalier and uh, Bonehead was um, in They did at the time. Was that two? So I don't yeah. know whether they brew out of somewhere else, but... Uh, okay. Geez, they make um, they make some pretty good pretty good beers. They've done a great job. They do a really good job, yeah. and and working 
other jobs on the side, like well, not on the side, sorry, working jobs and doing this on the side, really. Well, they might be, yeah. um, maybe they're doing more brewing than flying right now. Well, they might be, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's worth mentioning, too, because it was a long time ago. Yep. The three Greens, how they got their name, the couple of them, are, well, they all, all three of them work in the the uh, airline industry. Aviation, yep. And uh, three Greens is, was it three green lights means you're okay to land? Something so, like that, yeah. You're always looking for three green lights. I think it's like the landing gears down or something like that, but you don't land until you get three greens. <laughs> That's it. That was a pretty clever a story. Of, Great connection, definitely. And three blokes that work in it, and yep. it's aviation, and that's ah, awesome. Yeah. No, great, great story. Go and have a listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, here we are, Inner North Brewing Company. This is... Well, it's another another interesting one because we've only done one in the north before. Yeah, yeah. And that and, was yeah, that sorry, beginning go. of the year ish. Oh, December. Right, okay, close, close, close to the beginning. That yeah. looks almost identical to the three greens Baltic quarter, doesn't they? Uh, yeah, you're right. And in the glass, I mean, it's got that mocha type espresso head on it for sure. And I reckon last time we could not find out whether these guys had their own brewery or what their story was. But a little bit more digging today, and it looks like they do have perhaps their own area or uh-huh. uh, or microbrewery and bar in Brunswick. So in Melbourne, another one that would be uh, affected with all the business. And these are the guys, they're right near Brunswick train station, aren't they? Is there a Brunswick train station? There's there is, is not, on, not on any line that we know about, but in all the lines. That, well, there you go. Look at that. It is on um, the upfield line, is it? I don't reckon they've ever been on the upfield ones. line. Well, there you go. You're allowed to catch a train anymore. Surely. Just on the train lines. Just get your mask out. You'll be right. Come here, sanitise it. Socially distanced. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we couldn't work out where they were. There was very limited information, I reckon, last time. But uh, I it do looks remember like, that. And I jumped on Google Maps, I jumped on Street View, and I went up the uh, uh, the lane that they're in, which is uh, Russell Street in Brunswick. And, yeah, right. uh, yeah, saw nothing. Well, <laughs> 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 I don't know how old Street View was at the time, but... Um, it was a bit um, more like uh, just warehouses, essentially. So, but it yeah, looked sure. like a perfect spot for a brewery. Absolutely awesome. perfect. So, uh, so this is a chocolate stout, six point zero ABV. A decadent dark chocolate stout brings to mind all those over the over the top chocolate commercials that leave one feeling. Huh? I can't say that properly. Anyway. Do you want help? <clears throat> One feeling far too excited. <laughs> Premium roasted malts playing naughty with locally roasted Ecuadorian cocoa nibs. Cocoa nibs! We've talked about that We've before. been there too. Yeah. From oh. Ratio Cocoa Roasters. Oh. And the lingering kiss of the rose seals the deal. So Ratio oh. Cocoa Roasters, there must be almost a, not a collaboration, but... Oh, um, yeah. And their logo's on the back too. The, the ratio, 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... Well, there you go. Must be some sort of collaboration. If it was just an ingredient, you wouldn't you wouldn't put the logo on the back, would you? No, you wouldn't think so. But, wow, that's just ramped up the uh, the flavour just a bit more, I reckon. That it's is a little bit more in, in the dryness as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'm truly dry. But we've notched back in uh, ABV. Yeah, so we've 7.1 back to uh, 6. But we both picked the order independently. Mm. And I reckon we've nailed it. Massive. Yeah, I reckon. If, that's, if you had to pick the order after having them, that's the order you do it in for sure. It just, just kept stepping up, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> that's um, that's a really tasty beer. But these these guys, uh, and I'm, I'm going off memory here, but they've got something to do with uh, providing meals. Oh, is that these guys? Yeah. Mm. Just trying to find that. Out quickly. <laughs> While you're looking that up, um, yeah. it, from what I could see, it looked like this was released. This beer was released in 2018 on July 7 to celebrate World Chocolate Day. Hmm. I didn't know there was a World Chocolate Day no. until reading this. It's July 7 every year. It was just, what, a few days ago. Wow. We missed out on World Chocolate Day. No way. No yep. way. Um, it apparently celebrates the introduction of chocolate to Europe in 1550. 50, really? Wow. Mm, apparently. Well, <laughs> this is Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> There's controversy, though, because the US... Cop this. The National Confectioners Association... Sure. <laughs> ...says that World Chocolate Day is the 13th of September. Oh, right. So, wow. of course, the US doesn't want to do it the same day everyone else does. Of course they wouldn't. But that's not a bad problem to have. It means you've got two chocolate days every year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fair enough. I don't know what the World Chocolate Day even means. I don't know what you would do differently to yeah, any other day. I don't know. I didn't have chocolate the other day. I don't remember having chocolate no, on the 7th of July. But uh, I was too busy <laughs> watching Dan Andrews <laughs> deliver the bad news. <laughs> uh, Dear. Watching press conferences. Oh, What's no. my life become? I can't oh. believe I'm. I'm excited about press conferences these oh. days. What the hell? But you never know when they're going to come. No, no. I wish they. Did. Oh. But do we? Do, um, maybe it's good that we don't see it. <laughs> I think they do. Well, yeah. I think they do it on purpose, so you keep going and checking yeah. stupidoldnews.com or whatever. Yeah. The, you know. No, Every time you click on it, you're clicking on the ads. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no good for business. That's for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that is another Kraken beer, and I reckon that should sit and warm up a little bit. Yeah, I think you're right. And that's another one to nurse as well. Yep, definitely. But, geez. Talk, we, we often talk about uh, hops to home and obviously the subsequent breweries delivering the goods, but crikey. Nothing wrong with any one of those. Oh, they've smashed it out of the pipe. Yeah. I reckon that's the best bunch. Yeah. Six. Yeah. That's every one of them. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll put them all aside. Like, you you know, you normally think, oh, I'll get more of those, but. Yeah. Yeah. All all good. Or I'll have that one last, perhaps, if I get to it. But there's none. I I couldn't prioritise these, I reckon. No, I'm hearing you. Yep. But um, that is a ripper. So, uh, 
popstahome.com.au and of course us. No doubt you're listening to us so you know where we are, but AussieBearExplorers.com. Actually, I want to throw in, we oh, don't yeah. normally say it, but just uh, if you're listening and you like us, just jump on iTunes and give us a rating. Oh, here we go. On the on the Apple Podcast app or whatever. Everyone's got it on their phone. It's so easy. Just go on there and give us a... If you don't like us, well, you wouldn't have made it this far, would you? So... <laughs> you're not listening. <laughs> You wouldn't have sat through an hour of this. So. <laughs> and if, but just go there and click the five stars and it, it helps us and it keeps us excited and motivated and we'll keep doing it. Yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, check us out on all the uh, socials, of course. Um, don't know, maybe we're going to have to, now we're in um, lockdown 2.0, I'd almost hate to say it, but maybe we have to schedule another uh, live Zoom. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of angst, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Although we're in different sheds, so that's going to be a lot oh, harder. Oh, it could be challenging. Yeah, that'll be a different yeah. dynamic. All right. Anyway. Well, we'll ponder that, but um, yeah. maybe we'll get some positive feedback if people want to uh, join in. Well, let us know. Yeah, if you want to, hit us up. Even send us a... a an email or a private message or whatever and we can work something out that's it we might even have a special guest who knows listener why yeah. not <laughs> jeez now you're putting it out there well if you made it to the end of this you're, yeah, you're, you're dedicated <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we know there's only two of us that definitely get to the end <laughs> that's when we proof listen what we're up yeah, to yeah because we have to yeah. before we release it <laughs> alright oh, no, well, no worries alright well uh Take it easy. Yep. Stay safe, people. Cheers. Cheers.